最佳听众互动奖得奖的是 First Story 等等，还有一位是 First Story 和 Discord 共同得奖。First Story 最新推出的 Discord 整合功能是为听众管理新标杆，将拥有会员资格的听众自动加入 Discord 群组。这不仅减少创作者的负担，也为听众带来丰富的互动体验，获得全台 Podcaster 一致肯定。体验这个惊人的功能，立刻点击叙述栏链接，让你与听众互动更上层楼。At long last, the KMT has named its presidential candidate. As widely expected, the party chose new Taipei Mayor Hou Youyi over tech tycoon Terry Goh. After the nomination was announced on Wednesday, Hou and party chairman Eric Chu. Both addressed the Central Standing Committee. They thanked Go repeatedly, emphasizing that he was an important partner for the party in the coming 2024 election. According to the KMT Central Standing Committee, Ho came out ahead in both party member polls and public opinion polls. In combined poll results, Ho had 51.15 percent of the vote, beating out Go's 48.85 percent. Ho also had more support from KMT lawmakers and local government leaders. Former UK Prime Minister Liz Truss gave a resounding message of support for Taiwan in a speech in Taipei on Wednesday. Speaking at an event hosted by the Prospect Foundation, Truss said that Chinese aggression toward Taiwan was unacceptable. She said she was confident Taiwan's people would rise up to defend themselves if attacked, but she also urged the world's three nations to rally behind the island nation. Former UK Prime Minister Liz Truss is in Taiwan for a five-day stay. It's the first visit by a former UK Prime Minister since Margaret Thatcher came 27 years ago. Under the brave leadership of President Tsai and the rule of law, we see state-of-the-art buildings, we see new industries emerging, we see modern technology and innovation, we see exports from Taiwan going around the world, whether it is semiconductors. Or bubble tea, you are having a huge impact right across the globe. Trust emphasized Taiwan's role in the global economy, noting that it produces 90% of the world's semiconductors. She expressed support for Taiwan's inclusion in the Comprehensive and Progressive Agreement for Trans-Pacific Partnership. She said free nations should work together to form an economic NATO, which is vital for taking on the economic coercion and attempts to dominate. By China, we also need to work more closely together on defence. Fundamentally, we need a more coordinated approach, in particular, to make sure that Taiwan has the defence it needs and is able to defend itself. We cannot pretend that we have meaningful deterrence without hard power. She said China's threat was rising, as seen in Hong Kong's national security law and persecution in Xinjiang. Chinese aggression can't be allowed in a free world, she said. We cannot allow those attacks on freedom to happen here. And I know that if freedom in Taiwan was threatened, that the people of Taiwan would stand up and they would fight. But you also need allies across the free world, who are going to back you up. I am one of those allies, and I know that you have many, many friends right across the free world. 
Trust emphasized that she was Taiwan's ally. She also called on free countries to do all they could to support Taiwan. We in the United Kingdom and right across the world need to do all we can to support you over the coming years. Your future is our future. Taiwan's future is our future, she said, winning thunderous applause. In her keynote address, the former PM made clear her support for Taiwan. With China's threat growing, the U.S. is continuing to take action to support Taiwan. On Tuesday, the House Committee on Foreign Affairs passed the Taiwan International Solidarity Act. The act aims to counter China's attempts to exclude Taiwan on the international stage. It states that China is distorting the UN's Resolution 2758 to exclude Taiwan. In related news, U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has confirmed in a Senate hearing that a 500 million U.S. dollar weapons aid package will soon be supplied to Taiwan. The PLA on Wednesday launched three days of day and night flight training exercises in the South China Sea. Its recent aggression has caught heightened attention from the U.S. There were press reports just last week that the administration was contemplating a $500 million package for Taiwan. Will the administration be requesting the necessary funding to backfill any U.S. weapons and munitions that are provided to Taiwan, as we have done with Ukraine? During a Senate hearing on China, Senator Susan Collins inquired about the Biden administration's plans to send 500 million U.S. dollars in weapons aid to Taiwan. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin responded that the package would be provided soon. That's critical in our efforts to uh, provide uh, Taiwan what it needs for its self-defense going forward. We are uh, working on that initiative and we uh, hope to have... uh, an action uh, forthcoming here in, in the near term. We will absolutely need to have the, uh, the appropriations to uh, replace those things uh, which, uh, which we provide. The U.S. is not just supplying military aid. Ahead of the 76th World Health Assembly, the House Foreign Affairs Committee passed the Taiwan International Solidarity Act on Tuesday. It amends the Taipei Act, which entered effect in 2020 to reaffirm that the U.S. will counter China's attempts to exclude Taiwan internationally. The act states that China has long distorted the significance of UN Resolution 2758. The resolution's sole purpose, it says, was to establish the PRC as a sole legitimate representative of China to the UN. Contrary to China's claims, the resolution does not address the question of Taiwan's representation in the UN and other international bodies, and it makes no statement on Taiwan's sovereignty. The Taiwan International Solidarity Act stresses that the US opposes any initiative that seeks to change Taiwan's status without the consent of the people. This future military aid will be provided from the items we are already seeking to procure, particularly items that are urgent or required for immediate deployment. This is the first time in U.S. legislative history that the Foreign Affairs Committee passed an act stating that U.N. Resolution 2758 was not a statement on the sovereignty of the 23 million Taiwanese people. With China's threat growing, the U.S. and democracies around the world are continuing to stand firmly with Taiwan. Another Costco berry product has tested positive for the hepatitis A virus. The FDA says it found the virus in frozen strawberries from Mexico 
after also finding it in frozen blueberries and mixed berries imported from the U.S. several weeks ago. In this latest case, 1,500 bags of problematic strawberries were sold before an FDA recall. Only 34% of the bags have been returned. Consumers are urged to check if they consumed berries from the problematic batch and to keep an eye out for hepatitis A symptoms. In a report filed to the FDA on May 10th, Costco was unable to explain why the virus appeared in its products. The retailer has been ordered to submit a more thorough report by May 31st. If it fails to do so, the government will extend its berry import suspension on the retailer. Students from all over Taiwan have joined in a competition to spread scientific ideas in creative ways. The contest, organized by the National Science and Technology Council, aimed to help promote science in wider society. More than 400 teams of students took part in creating popular science projects that explain science and technology in simple, easy-to-understand ways. 21 prize-winning projects will soon go on show to the public. High school students are excited to talk about the principles of fiber optic communication using this analogy. A transmitter bulb lights up, creating an optical signal, which is received by a solar panel and converted into an electrical signal. That sets off a specific musical note. If this experiment doesn't make everything clear, no problem. The team also created this video to explain the same ideas. Medical students made this app to spread information about clinical treatments. The astronomy club at another school produced these short videos on phenomena like black holes. It's all part of a competition organized by the National Science and Technology Council, aimed at raising the public standard of scientific knowledge and cognitive reasoning skills. Students entered by submitting a proposal or a short video for a creative project to spread scientific ideas. They're not just young, they also have a lot of creativity. Now if everyone steps up to promote science, I think that science will become pervasive in Taiwan faster. We're all really interested in science, and because we got this prize, we will keep on wanting to go in this direction. We think that actually sometimes it's not very effective when people write these popular science materials or talk about them. So educational tools can really work on that. You can download some apps or click on web pages. The competition attracted entries from more than 400 teams of students from almost 90 schools. A prize-giving ceremony will accompany an exhibition of 21 award-winning projects on May 26, an opportunity for everyone to learn something new. Do you have a habit of going to the hospital when you get the sniffles? Well, you might want to think twice before you do starting this summer. A health insurance co-payment adjustment comes into effect on July 1st, raising outpatient prescription costs and emergency service fees. In the future, any visit to a hospital emergency room will cost at least 1,000 NT, including registration fees. The copay increase is meant to discourage the use of hospital for minor ailments, according to health officials.
The impact on the healthcare system's finances will be minor, roughly 3 billion NT. The main purpose is to see if we can promote a referral system and discourage people from rushing to big hospitals for minor illnesses. They initially planned to adjust the copays for diagnostic exams and health testing, but this was not implemented. The increase is only 100 NT. So when it comes to regulating the public and discouraging the waste of medical resources, I feel that the effect will be very, very limited. The scholar says that copays must be adjusted further to curb medical waste. He proposes also raising the copays for tests and examinations. But medical reform groups say that adjusting copays can only go so far. They advocate a multi-pronged approach that includes more government support for family physicians. For many years, Taiwan and Germany have enjoyed a steadfast relationship built on scientific, cultural and academic exchanges. The German representative to Taiwan, Jörg Polster, assumed post in 2021. He says that bilateral trade reached new heights during the last two years despite the pandemic. Our reporter Stephanie Yang spoke to the de facto ambassador to learn more about the latest exchanges between the two countries. According to German representative to Taiwan, Georg Polster, Germany and Taiwan's relationship has grown in recent years despite the pandemic. Yes, Kim. Several high-level German delegations have visited Taiwan. One was led by Germany's Minister of Education, Bettina Stark-Watzinger, the first German minister to visit in 26 years. During her visit, she signed a science and technology cooperation agreement with Taiwan. Hello. Poster says another recent development is that Germany's Saxony state is planning to open an office in Taipei to boost science and technology exchanges. They plan to have an office here in Taipei because um, having signed, I think, altogether four arrangements over their visit two weeks ago, um, there will be quite a number of guests, professors, researchers, but also students coming from Saxony to Taiwan and of course vice versa. Yeah? So it's worthwhile to have a representative office here um, to take care of the daily uh, questions. What was really an achievement is that despite these limitations of the pandemic, trade between Germany and Taiwan has, uh, has kept growing and um, I think the two best years for the bilateral trade volume was actually the last two years and um, having I think the 20 billion US dollar exchange in the year 2021 and 23 billion in the year 2022 was quite an achievement if we would like to build on on that basis. Recent reports indicate that TSMC plans to open a plant in Germany. Poster says talks are still ongoing and that a decision has not yet been made. Quite a number of talks and these talks are ongoing. Um, um, I think the company is doing uh, what the company is doing normally and this is what we call due diligence. So they check what is possible to do, how it might be possible to do. This is still ongoing. As far as I can tell, no decisions has been taken. From the point of view of the German government, we are very much in favor and we would very much welcome this decision. Um, reason being that in Germany, in particular 
and the free state of Saxony, we have already an, an ecosystem for semiconductors and in particular also for the production of chips. Poster assumed his post in July 2021. Since then, he and his team have worked to deepen exchanges in various areas, including science and education. The Falling Walls Lab Science Slam has been held in Taiwan since 2020. During the Falling Walls Lab competition, Taiwan's university students are given three minutes each to present their research and innovation ideas. Winners will represent Taiwan in the global finals in autumn this year, with their travel expenses covered by the German Academic Exchange Service. This is uh, actually already uh, an event uh, which has been taking place quite a number of years, um, organized by our Academic Exchange Service. They have an office here, and Mr. Goldberger is in charge of this. He is organizing that. There was also a kind of a break during the pandemic, but then we started again. And this year will be a very regular one. Actually, this kind of activity is organized not just in Taiwan. It's an international competition. Poster says Germany advocates for Taiwan's participation in international organizations like the World Health Organization. He says that Taiwan has a lot to offer to the world. Again and again uh, argued in favor of a, of a reasonable participation of Taiwan and all these organizations. Um, the pandemic just showed how important it is to have all informations available, also to feed in information from Taiwan to the international community. So this is why we have been in favor and have been in talks with the Taiwanese government to, to promote this cause. According to Polster, Taiwan is Germany's fifth most important trading partner in Asia. Meanwhile, Germany is Taiwan's most important trading partner in the European Union. As a German representative to Taiwan, Polster looks forward to even stronger ties between the two countries. FTV reporter Stephanie Yang and Li Yihan in Taipei. A professor of vegetarian science has won international acclaim for his vegan desserts. Guang University professor Wu Shiwen impressed the judges at the Malaysia Culinary World Cup with vegan chocolate tarts as well as Chinese cuisine. Our reporter asked the master chef what goes into making a vegan dessert stand out and invited some diners to taste test his creations. Pastry is pressed into molds and the bases go into the oven. Now it's time to prepare the fillings. Chocolate is melted and mixed with coconut milk, soy milk and rice bran oil, then poured into the pastry bases and chilled to set. Oolong tea powder is sprinkled on top and the delicate desserts are ready to plate. Oval kumquat and berry-flavored mousse are piped into the plate. It's finished with strawberries, blueberries, and whipped cashew cream. This tea-infused strawberry and berry tart is a showstopper. There are no eggs or dairy products in this recipe whatsoever. It's the creation of Fuguang University Professor of Health and Creative Vegetarian Science, Wu Shiwen. 
He's just been crowned champion for his vegan desserts in the creative plating light refreshments category at the Malaysia Culinary World Cup in Kuala Lumpur. We won awards in two categories this time. The first was for plating light refreshments, and the other was for our vegan Chinese cuisine. The judges were amazed when they ate it. There are fats like trans fats or normal vegetable fats, but these have a completely different level of application. So we have to make some adjustments to the recipes in the food or in the ingredients. I feel very honored. I've learned so much from studying with my teacher. Taiwanese vegan sweets are in the spotlight of the world stage. With Taiwan's vegan population one of the largest in the world, it's a sweet source of soft power. The people have spoken. Eight licensed plate letter combinations will be suspended from circulation based on the result of an online survey. The Director General of Highways identified 26 contentious combinations and put them up for a public vote. The most votes went to the letters CCP, which can stand for Chinese Communist Party. A new car, a new license plate. Vehicle registration plates are hung up for the world to see, so selecting the number is a big decision. Besides being choosy about the number, some drivers are particular about the letters. The Directorate General of Highways has unveiled the public's least favorite letter combinations. There is CCC and CCK, which sound like die, die, die and go to die in Taiwanese. Some combos were blacklisted for their risque connotations. There's also the letters CBA, which stands for Chinese Basketball Association. CCP, as in Chinese Communist Party, was the least popular of the bunch, garnering over 33 percent of the vote. We ran an online survey for more than a month and more than 13,000 people participated. Eight letter combinations received more than 10% of votes. We've decided to suspend production of plates with those combinations. The official stressed that the suspension was temporary, subject to change based on the annual demand for license plates. Suspending one set of letters could have a major impact, reducing the number of available plates by 6,560.